What's going on, world? It's Todd from We and Now, and we're back again with another edition of the We and Now podcast uh, with my co-host Goat the Great. That is I, Cuckmaster Goat. I, oh yeah, okay, all right. I don't, yeah. I feel like this is a regular thing now. I just don't know what to say to that one. Yeah. Um, so as usual, we have pretty two pretty um, interesting uh, topics that we want to go over today. Um, the first one is uh, about Cardi B and her like rise to superstardom. Um, C Bizzle. And um, just just the one she's the one person that's been winning in 2017. Like I don't. This is like you can't even stop her right now. And. The second part is still along the lines of a hip-hop topic, and we're talking about a little bit more into the diversification of hip-hop and how it's kind of changed a little bit and um, kind of what that means or how we interpret that and differently or whatnot. Um, and that's, those, are, those are the two we're going to jump into um, pretty much. Uh, I'm ready to go no when doubt. you are. I'm, I'm ready. I was born ready. All right. So Cardi B. Um, Anybody who doesn't really know the past of Cardi B, Cardi B was one of the artists that sprung up from the love and hip hop um, circuit, um, which if you're not familiar with that is a reality show, show based on hip hop. Uh, I, I would say the, the, the relationships within certain hip hop uh, groups or not even groups, but individuals. Uh, it's a VH1 show. Um, Garbage TV for the mindless. Yeah, it, th- those are strong titles, but yes, yeah. I can agree. <laughs> I can agree. Uh, it, it's it's very low substance value, like super low. Lowest um, common denominator. But uh, she popped up on that, and to be completely honest, um, when she did show up on the show, I was not a big fan of her because mm-hmm. she was very loud and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. She still is, by the way. I mean, yes, but you know what? Um, there's much more to her than than what the show let on, and that's one thing mm-hmm. for me that's kind of changed my opinion on her. Um, and I think it's part of the reason why her music has done so well. Like what you're getting is a raw, uncut, just like genuine human being. Uh, even even if at times it's a it's a tad bit, you know, what they call ratchet. Um, and honestly, in my personal opinion, uh, coming from where she was to able to, to be able to like have what is now, I think two platinum singles. Mm. I mean, that's, that speaks volume one for her work ethic and the fact that she's just been able to kill it. Um, I mean, I don't think, I think she came in and the, the advantage she had is that nobody took her seriously initially, but she just kept grinding. Um, (sighs) I mean, it would be somewhat unfair to expect people to take you seriously out of the gate, right? I mean, well, especially well, this is hip hop. You got to work hard for what you get, right? Agreed. But I think that if you if you ever really, like watched Love and Hip Hop, which I have, and I'm not really proud of it, it's probably in the list of stuff that I'm embarrassed about in my life. But, uh, <laughs> Why would you be embarrassed? No, it's really bad. It's like, I always find a reason. It's just so good at hooking you, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch this because I want to see what happens to this. It's very good. It's soap opera. For the new generation is what it is. But um, if you watch anybody in that on that show, everybody's in the studio and nobody putting on no projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't like, heard of have these people other than like, from the show. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, you are in the studio every fucking day. Why you ain't put out a track? And then you look at the um, the two. The, she's the one. She's actually the second person to have um, essentially have music success after. Love and Hip Hop, which mm-hmm. the first being, um, um, why am I drawing a blank on her name right now? Um, God dang it. I just saw her picture too. Hmm. Well, this is all about Cardi B anyway. Uh, but I actually like this chick too. Um, ah. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. So I'm going to remember the name. I'm just going to randomly write it out. But um, so Cardi B, I think, has just become. Um, somebody who's just like that Bodak Yellow, which is ironic because she made a song, um, kind of like with a play on Kodak, uh, Kodak's whole style. And I feel like she did it better than him. Whoa. Oh, oh my God. 
God. All right. Then where's Kodak's platinum single? I don't see, see one. See, but this is this is where the difference between I guess me and a lot of people that listen to music comes in. The numbers don't matter to me. If you like, first of all, Kodak Black recorded recorded his uh his his um what is it called? Ill Flocking or I can't remember the name of the song. No flocking. But he no recorded flocking. that song when he was like what sixteen? 17 somewhere around there the song is like two three years old the guy had no kind of popularity he had no real movement going on the at the time um from what i understand it was just some like literally last minute thing he did no real production value i mean you look at the video and you could see it's just someone with what looks like a camera phone recording and he just put it out for some reason, after his career blew up, that video for some reason found its way to the okay. forefront and the song blew up to the point where the song made it to Spotify. Um, so the fact that it, it might not have been as big as Cardi B's single, that really doesn't surprise me. Cardi B has an entire record label behind her, Atlantic, that's pushing her music, paying for it to move up in in playlists and such, playing, paying for it to be a part of major playlists like uh, Rap Caviar on Spotify. So it it's a bit unfair to weigh her success using his cadence in that song to Kodak Black when he really didn't, that song got no push from him. It just happened because the fans moved it along. Bodak Yellow had a lot of money behind it, major production behind it, Cardi B has been sold over and over again by her record label. It's kind of a, a different beast. So it would be like comparing apples to oranges in terms of marketing. And, and, I, and I agree. I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle him because, first of all, his whole style is his. Yeah. All I'm saying is that I feel like it's just... it's, it's And he it's, freestyled it's it, by the way. I, that's I the main thing. I, I hear you on that. But that's mm, that Cardi B though. It's it's okay. I honestly am not one of the people that have been. Um, I don't know. It, it it hasn't done to me what I've seen it do to everyone else. I think it's a good song, mainly because of the fact that she used his flow, remove his flow, and I don't really even like the beat. Really doesn't do much for me. The lyrical content of it, her talking about. You know, I don't dance no more. These money moves and, you know, the the red bottoms. Like, that stuff really doesn't do anything for me. But, you know, I do, I do appreciate the work she put in. I do appreciate the fact that uh, she has been grinding for a while. And I do, um, I do, I do provide her with the level of respect that she requires for the work she put in to get to where she is. I just think that there's been a a major amount of praise and uplifting of her when she has not really done anything to prove herself as a real artist yet. Like one of the things and it, it's kind of crazy because at first I stayed out of the whole conversation. But one of the things I keep hearing again and again is that she's the new queen of hip hop and blah, blah, blah. She's dethroning Nicki and all of this. And I'm like, Nicki Minaj, I don't know how how long. A lot of people have been listening to Nicki, but I think my first real time hearing Nicki, it was either 2006 or 2007. I don't want to make things up, but I remember hearing her on a mixtape that was like, I think it was a Young Money mixtape or it was a Lil Wayne mixtape. I can't remember what it was. All I know is I heard this chick killing it. Like after Wayne had did his thing, this chick came in and she was just slaughtering it. And I was like, who is this chick? And then after doing a little bit more research, I came to find out it was Nicki Minaj. Nicki has been putting in work since like, and it was before 2006 she was putting in work. She didn't blow up until around 2010, 2011. And I would say up until maybe the last couple of years, she's been consistently releasing good music, not only in the hip hop world, but outside of the hip hop world, some pop music. I even heard some dance mixes and stuff of hers. And it's like, you're going to tell me someone who has been putting in work for over a decade, some chick comes out and puts out two goddamn freaking singles that does well, and she's being extolled as being the best? Like, where in the world does that happen? There is no way 
you're going to tell me someone like Jordan, who has done what he's done, is going to do that kind of work and then be dethroned by someone who hasn't put in the work. Like someone like LeBron James, I could see them, you know, saying oh, that. He's I, been I, putting I in the work for I a long time. I didn't know where that was going. I was about to say, don't don't come for LeBron now. God I'm damn. not coming for LeBron. <laughs> I'm actually saying LeBron has no, been no, in the you. game doing it for a long time, and he's been consistent. And someone like him, I could see, okay, over time, yeah, you could look to someone like him and say, yeah, that's the new king right there. Well, but it's just like it, it's insulting to look at someone's body of work, time in the business, influence on the business, numbers in the business, everything, and then just say, oh, yeah, this chick released two singles. This is the new one. Come the hell on, man. It, 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 it's, it's embarrassing how easily people's eyes are turned by something that's just new and flashy. It, well, it, 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 it's really embarrassing. Like me personally... I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan by any stretch of the imagination. I own zero Nicki Minaj albums. But as someone that loves music and is a champion of hard work, I don't want to hear anything about anyone telling me that Cardi B is better than Nicki Minaj. As a matter of fact, if you listen to the both of them on Motorsport, I can't see how anyone could tell me that Cardi B has the lyrical prowess of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj... Freaking killed everyone on that track, on my, in my personal opinion. And that's just from me listening to it as someone that likes music. I, I am not a fan of hers. But facts are facts. But, you know, of course, that's just an opinion. No, and I, I well, it, I agree. Um, the thing for me that kills, this is kind of like a, a direct uh, result of the... Um, I need it now Instagram um, kind of like mentality where it's like, oh, this person's new. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, that means they're the one. And I'm like, why is there only allowed to be? Well, we had this, we have disagreements on this, but. Um, well, why I remember it, you saying that, yeah. but quite honestly, there can only be one. That's bullshit. Well, think about it, right? If you have to count, how do you count? You count one, two, three. There's no multiple levels of one. Whenever there's a champion, there's only one. When you look at a scale, you can only have high and low. There's no, there's no, there's no three people being number one. But there's this all... isn't. This is not heavyweight champion of the world, bro. And there can we... only be one. Uh, I disagree. And that, there, there that, could be multiple that you respect and honor, but there could only be one. I feel like this is the one thing, and that's like one thing in hip hop. That has, I want to say, stunted the growth for a little bit, uh, because instead of everybody working together, uh, everybody's fighting each other. Um, competition and, is good, huh? Competition, competition is, is one good. thing. Jay Z and 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 who else? Let's say I can't Nas. think of anybody else. I want to say Nas, but like they work together, like eventually, like there was competition. But I feel like even that, if they had said. Um, if it didn't had like it waited so long before they did that song together, it would have been a lot more. Um, there'd be a lot more. Like for example, if Nicki and Lil Kim and Remy Martin and Cardi B did a remake of of Ladies Night and they got Missy on the hook, that'd be the biggest record. It would I be agree. Huge. I but agree. instead, we want to spend the whole time like. And the thing is, this is the reason why the beef with. Uh, Biggie and Tupac got so big. Everybody focused on the fact that they were beefing. Papers made money off the fact they were beefing. TV shows had interviews about the fact they were believe they were, they made profit off of the beef more than they have they did of the togetherness. And that is all. It's all fault because we let it go to where it needs to go. And I get where you're coming from. I get that you always want to like. I'm not. I'm not in a in no place uh, believer in second place or. Or third place trophies, like you. Wow, I, you, you can't you even win. get one for second nah, place. Damn. You get, you get it. But I, just, I feel like music and art is different. Um, and maybe because I am one, I'm someone who actually, um, would like to see myself making music as a, a priority. Why I have that, and maybe it is a defeatist attitude. I don't know. My whole thing is, I feel like we, we, we end up, we end up getting caught up, and that's the reason why those arguments show up. Like it's like, oh well. You know, we have another female rapper for the first time that's actually making waves. Because there's been a lot of female rappers in between. 
uh, Naima Supreme, um, 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 a bunch of other people. But nobody with the commercial success um, of a Cardi B, um, who, as you said, still doesn't top Nikki. But like, I had the conversation at work with somebody, and they're like, oh, well, Nikki's, Nikki's been uh, quiet. I'm like, the chick she has been. Album, but she dropped an album almost every year. Like, plus, every, we, don't, we, we all don't know what's going on with... Um, we, we all don't know what's going on with like the label the label situation. Right. She has been quiet in the sense that she hasn't put out any projects. That, I don't remember anything coming out last year. Maybe something did come out the beginning of last year, if I'm not mistaken. But nothing has come out. No, it wasn't. It no, was actually it was, 2015. Yeah, she a dropped a record. Exactly. I remember when she dropped that record because I personally went and listened to it. That was when... It was probably when her around the time her and Meek got together, right before her, right right after her and Safari broke up, mm-hmm. and that record to me was amazing. Um, but personally, I think that um, she she has been quiet in terms of her own solo projects, but she's been on a lot of people's tracks, doing a lot of features, so she hasn't been quiet in that regard. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I just to me, it's like I just don't understand how we can even have. The conversation of a replacement, uh, but you know, I agreed. I accept that my 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 viewpoint is a little different than everybody else's, so um, it is what it is. But either way, uh, I just hate the like even the 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 Remy and Nikki Martin, uh, Nikki Nikki Martin, Remy mm-hmm, Martin, mm-hmm. and and uh, the whole Nikki beef. It's like, yo, it would be so much better. Like if they could just put the even if they were faking. Put the ego together. It would speak so much highly. It was highly for um, hip hop. It would speak highly for like women in hip hop. It would. It would just be such a great uh, outcome, um, and it would be so much stronger. They could tour. They could do a whole ladies' nights tour with just female rappers. Now everybody may not want to see that, but I'm p- pretty sure people will come out. Um, and it's just money in their pockets. I agree with that. I agree so. with that. It's actually something that I've been paying attention to lately is how little New York artists collaborate. But, man, those artists from Atlanta, they all are doing records together, man. And and it's just amazing to hear. And while I watch New York artists just struggle, they'll do records with Atlanta artists, but they won't do records with, with each, each other. other. And it's just, you know, it's crazy. But there's something that you mentioned which I think is a great topic to revisit on another podcast you mentioned art and i want to know especially in the current scheme of things the current temp richard of the industry when do we stop calling this stuff art and realizing that some of it isn't like basically when is it when does art get cut off and it's like this is just some bullshit because some of the stuff i've been listening to openly listening to it is not art. I would. All right. So when hip hop first came about, when hip hop first started to gain its foothold, I could understand why someone would call that art. There, there was a structure, which is where the bars came from. There was a story being told or there was something being explained. There was a depiction of the life that most people weren't aware of. It was culture because it was coming from the streets of New York, there were very intricate aspects being combined to create what we now know as hip-hop and rap music. Understandably, there is some artistic value in that. But when I hear someone talking about, fuck on your bitch, ooh, you know, I did lean, ah, like, really? That, where, where, where in the world... Do I have to exist to think that kind of freaking trife coming out of someone's mouth trife. over a hard beat is art? Like maybe the producer might have created some art with that beat, but someone talking about I fuck on your bitch, you know, I did uh, lean, I took, le- uh, what is that, Zan? You know, like I, I really can't, I just, I would have to know how low in terms of your own artistic expecting like what you expect from art how low is your value rating to look at something that trash and say yo art i can't i can't and we've we've talked about this and we can continue we can definitely revisit this but just 
just to put it succinctly, um, I feel like anybody that's able to put out a song and it resonate with the masses, you've 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 made art, bro. Like, what? It's not it's not that easy. There are people that have been in the game. It's not that platinum. easy for it to blow up. It, but it, you're basically saying if it blows up and it resonates with the masses, then it's art. But if you make not, the same song and only two people like it, it's not art. No, I'm just saying it. Re- not, okay, maybe not masses. It resonates with anybody. It doesn't need to be because there are people who make music that we never hear of, and but they're in their hood. They're the biggest thing that. That's music. Like, honestly, I feel like music is self-expression. We've always tried to uh, quantify and and put it into categories. And I think that what people are doing now, they're making music that represents their whatever they're going through. So just a quick question for you, just to deviate somewhat. If I were to create a song talking about, I don't know, tickling my testicles on a Sunday afternoon and I get a beat behind it and he, well, just one or two people who are into tickling testicles it's like yo I like this you're telling me I have just created art I mean I would say yes okay alright understood because, bro I've you've seen like if you um, I've not seen anything recently I haven't gone to like any art shows or anything recently mm-hmm. but you go to like art shows and you see someone look like they just took uh, two paint buckets. I, I just threw it at canvas. On the canvas. And is that not art? Does that not qualify as art? $17 million. Dollars. Just so it does, it's all about I'll expression. Be- <laughs> what's, what's that famous artist's name? Um, ah, I can't remember his name. His name is escaping me right now. But he's one of the ones that's known for just like throwing all this crap all over the place. And boom, art. I just think that art is, any, is an expression of self. How you dress, it could be an art. Like, I think that is how... It's a very fluid word. It's very fluid. Um, And I think that at the end of the day, the the, the problem that we have as... I'll even go and say it as older heads in hip-hop because hip-hop is generate Hip-hop used to be a young man's sport. It used to be... But the genre was really young. Used to be? I think so. You think think... I think it still is. No, man. We starting to have people who like we starting to have people up there that are like the Bonos and and the 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 older people that you know you can look up. Eminem is still releasing music. I don't fucking know why, but um, he's still releasing music and it's still you know so like I I feel like the age is not as big of a deal. Like some of the biggest artists right now are older. No, I'm not saying that there aren't older artists. I just think that hip-hop is still a young man's game in the sense that everything that is big right now, everything that's blowing up is mainly younger artists. Yeah, there are definitely older artists that are releasing music, but the the majority of artists that are really, I guess, raising conversation are young artists, which is the reason why we're talking about Cardi B. How old is she? 26? Yeah, I still don't think I don't. I mean, I don't think it's only a young. It used to be only a young man's game. How about that? Might be a better way to. You know, I don't know if I agree with that wholeheartedly because when I was looking at this is when I was coming up and I was looking at dudes like Jay Z and Nas who were at the time young artists. I was still hearing about dudes like Rakim and KRS One and all these other guys that were easily twenty years older than them at the time. I don't think it was that big. Well, not that. 20, 10. Yeah. Because when I started hearing about people like Nas, he was in his late teens or early 20s. And dudes like KRS-One, well, he was definitely in his early 30s at the time. Dudes like um, Rakim. Rakim had to be in his late 30s by that time. So, you know, I, I always feel like it's always been that way in the sense that you had the the OGs, so to speak. But then you always had these up-and-coming artists that were like, kind of trailblazing like your like your I, mob deeps and your your 50s and all of that those guys i feel like there's a there's a there's there's a there's a, there's, a, there's a space but rakim is 49 jay-z is like 40 what five i don't know honestly i know jay-z is definitely in his 40s no question hold on jay-z is why is she looking it up all they're talking about is how much he's worth hmm <laughs> Jay-Z is 48. 
<laughs> so they're two. There's a they're a year apart. They're a year apart. Okay. But I just think they, they it, it ushered in a difference. Now, I guess my my acceptance of a lot of this stuff is is I am not like a blanket. Um, oh, you you rap then you know I you can you get time in my in my in my iPod or iPod in my in my playlist. You know, like you know, it doesn't work that way. Like I feel like there has to be something about it. But at the same time, I've always been open to stuff that sonically is pleasing. So like you talk about Gucci because Gucci is always a Gucci was a good example because that's something I can remember actually telling you about. Mm-hmm. And initially, you're you might not have been open to Gucci because at that no, point... No, I was it not. Was, it was a very regional... Like, it was regional kind of thing. Like, we in New York didn't listen to a bunch of stuff. And then people down there may have listened to New York, but then they had their own thing. Um, well, there was, was one like, reason why I didn't listen to Gucci. He was talking a bunch of garbage. But the way he did it, though... Bro, honestly, the only thing I found appealing about Gucci in the beginning was just like, yo, his beats and his flow, hard. But, but the, he was talking some straight trash. And this is this is where for me, and we can have this is probably we've we've, we've developed two other t- uh, top topics for podcasts just from this one podcast because I think going into um, the newer generation, and I feel like there is uh, like the way I listen to the way you talk about hip hop and like what you classify as trash, mm-hmm. and you use a lot of that the basis for that based on lyrics. And I well, feel like yeah. lyrics are not, they're not everything. The reason I can give you a perfect example of that, lyrically, Nas is a better artist than Jay-Z. Lyrically. That's debatable, but okay. In my opinion, I feel like Jay, Nas, lyrically, I mean, not saying, not taking anything away. Jay-Z is one of the best rappers, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Right. But lyrically... I feel like Nas surpasses him by a little bit. The okay. Difference, the difference with Jay-Z versus Nas is that Jay-Z, one, knew how to pick beats. Um, mm-hmm. Knew how to put together songs that were bigger than mm-hmm. just, um, you know, just just lyrics. Right. Like he, he was, he's always and will forever be super lyrical. Mm-hmm. But he was able to do a little bit more um, because there's much, there's, there's a little bit more to be, um, there's more to music than just rapping. Well, that's the, that's the thing is that anyone that listens to, to rap and, and came up listening to rap, it was always about the lyrics. So to then take that person and say, your opinion of rap is wrong when no, no. rap, its basis was hip hop. It's kind of not serving correctly because, again, hip-hop, well, I shouldn't say hip-hop because hip-hop is the culture. Rap was about lyrics. Yeah, there were beats there. It was kind of like the music behind the words, but it was always about the words. It was always something being spoken about, some message being conveyed. And somewhere in the late 90s, the message being conveyed became secondary the music became primary and maybe even the melodies that the artists used on those beats became like you know a part of it like i would i would go as far as to say the lyrics became tertiary and primary was the beat and secondary was the melody of the artist on top of the beat that was never the way it was for hip hop that shift only happened in like the late 90s so me being someone that started listening to hip-hop in the early 90s, it was extremely difficult for me to now change my mindset of the music having once been just something behind the words now becoming the thing that you're supposed to pay attention to. Over time, it became that way. I mean, I listen to straight-up trash now, and that's because I really don't care what anyone has to say. I don't listen to anyone's lyrics. It's all about the beats and the melodies. Very few artists get me to listen to their lyrics because I literally can't sit there and fuel my brain with this just dumb, repetitive, just simple-minded lyrical content that's being put out there. I would actually have to devalue my own brain in order to say that I'm letting this stuff take 
any compartment in my mind. So, yeah, I, was, it had, I had a hard time, absolutely. And that's because Gucci was spitting garbage. He's changed over time, but early 2000s, late 2000s, Gucci, straight garbage. I hear you, man. But um, I feel like there's much more to be said about than just lyrics. I feel like... Um, it's changed. I agree with you 100%. At this current uh, time, hip-hop is not about lyrics. If you are a lyrical artist, you're almost guaranteed to not do well in this business uh, anymore. I disagree. I disagree. Almost I guaranteed disagree. because there's only a couple artists that are doing it right now. You got J. Cole, Kendrick. Um, I wouldn't even say Drake because he's not really a lyrical artist, but he's not spitting garbage either. But... If you look at the numbers, and this is not me spitting any opinions out there, you go look at the numbers, lyrical artists are not killing the competition. It's but beats, 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 n- and more beats. Non-lyrical artists aren't really killing... Like, honestly, there's a... There's, there's, In hip-hop? Th- yeah. If they I go look at the top 20 singles in hip-hop for the last two years, I, I'm almost willing to bet that... It's not going to be 50-50. I'm willing to bet, and I'm not a betting man, but I'm willing to bet that the scale is going to tip more towards trash-ass lyrics with a few guys like Kendrick and Cole doing some damage in there. All right, really quickly, I'm just going to see what Billboard has for the top 20 right now. Top 20 hip-hop singles for 2017. Okay, so real quick, Rockstar. Garbage. Yeah, Rockstar's kind of trash. Gucci, Gucci Gang. Garb. Oh little, my little God, garbage! Really Gucci bad. gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Man. Oh my God, it's so catchy though. Split anyway, ten racks. I'm saying it is. It is absolutely catchy, but lyrically, that's the dude is talking about. I do meds with my grandma. Spend ten racks on a new chain. Yeah. Like yeah, yo, bro. No, no, I, no lyrics there. Yeah, no lyrics there. All right, Bodak Yellow is number three. Trash. Okay, whatever. No limits, number four. No limit from who? What's that? G Easy. Tr- my God, this is not looking okay. good. Continue. Right, number five. Hold on. Number five, Logic. All right. So that's so far one out of four. Actually, right. one out and of five. Log- Continue. Logic. Logic's. Uh, um, I give it to Logic because this album dropped in April, mm-hmm. and it's still up there. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Um, I get the bag. I Gucci Man Amigos. Can't say that's trash. <sighs> I, you can't say that's trash, man. The Amigos. The Amigos. I, I think I've converted you on the Amigos, man. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with that, and so far we're looking at two out two. of six. Yeah, it's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling uh, you, it, it's, the scale has tipped. So yeah. if you are a lyrical hip hop artist, you have an extremely difficult uphill battle to make it in this 100%. business today. And 100%. that's all I'm trying to say at this no, current I agree. point. I just think at the top, like if you look at the people with longevity. I feel like there is a little bit, there is a certain level of lyrical prowess that's required. They made, they know the sweet spot. Oh yeah. So like you look at a logic, you look at a like honestly, I fuck, the Migos are put in that category too because of the new guys. They really spit. They just do it in a way that everybody else. It sounds similar to what I'm not gonna say the Migos are spitting hot trash because yo, your your man. Even though you might disagree with me. Take off? take off? No, take off. Got, take, no, take off is off. the truth. To, for me, take off. It's hard for me to even give my opinion because to me, take off and offset are kind of like neck and neck. I know everyone loves Quavo, but yeah, for Quavo me, just, yeah. take off and offset are like neck and neck in terms of being able to spit. Sometimes they might not always spit stuff that you know People makes want. any difference, but they can spit. Yeah. And then you got Quavo. He's kind of like a melody guy or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I guess he can he can do something here and there. But for me, it's take off and offset, man. All right. So just the last mm-hmm. last last three on this list mm-hmm. um, is Motorsport, which is Migos. Okay. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. Okay. So that's, that's three. Um, and it gets bad from there. So it's like... <laughs> what do we 21, have? <laughs> 21 Savage bank account. Um I got one, two, three, four, oh, five, God. six, seven, eight mm, in my bank I, account. <laughs> I fall apart, Post Malone, and Khaled, Young, Young Dumb and Broke, which I don't really even know that I song. I don't know that, that song either. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend that I do. But number 11 is, is Kendrick, and that album dropped at the beginning of the year, too. So, it did. you know, um, 
All right, so on that topic too, and we can actually use that as a segue to go into the next one. Yes. But the last thing I want to say, I think when you look at the people who have longevity in hip hop, there is some lyrical um, prowess required for the J. Coles, for the Logics, for the Kendricks, for the Big Crits. Uh, Big Sean. For longevity, um, I would agree with you. No yeah, one you have to. No one like uh, Lil Pump is gonna be nah. around ten years from now. Nah, hell no. They're gonna be a pump. What is a is a lotion bottle or what? Like, it's <laughs> like yo, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he he's done so. Like yeah. I don't see him. Um, but that goes into another the, kind of the diversification of hip hop that we were talking about in the we're like changing topics. Yes. Uh, the second topic uh is something I'm intrigued about because. Uh, as we talk about this list, which this is ironic that this naturally just happened, but we talk about this list, and, and, and two people that were on this list, um, I personally, I would say I don't like. Uh-oh. And, and, and my reason for not liking them is, is, is probably not, not the best. Um, and it's like, I feel like, and maybe I don't know. I'm like, I, I'm willing to admit that I am unaware. I'm fully not knowledgeable about the subject. But Post Malone and G-Eazy, to me, kind of, like, I feel like they are, they're getting away with murder, dog. <laughs> just, they, they, That's hard. You know why I find that so hard? Because you, just a few years ago, when I was saying I do not like the music that this dude from Washington was putting out, you were like, you were championing him hard. He, he got that cosign. There is a cosign required. Who cosigned this guy? I, he got he got a heavy cosign. I mean, there was a lot of people that cosigned him. I can't think of like one off the top. We're talking about... Um, There's no gatekeep. Yeah, you know who um, I'm talking about. The dude who was rapping on the bus like he actually got on a New York City bus. Can't hold us with his top <laughs> I don't know his name. I just don't like his music, man. And and I don't like... He's one of the first artists that Macklemore. I... Macklemore. He is one of the first artists that I ever felt was using this business to gain his ground. I, I felt like, especially after he put out that freaking video where he got on the bus in New York City and it was not an actual real video of him getting on on the bus in New York. I, I just was like, come on, man. Come on. I don't want to hear that crap. I, I didn't have the same feeling towards Macklemore. I, I, I which is G-Z. weird to me because you're you're doing it to g Easy and uh, uh, Mac, uh, not Macklemore and Post Malone. <laughs> I honestly don't feel like there's a cosign required. This is music. You do whatever you want to do. You just have to be aware of the fact that this is a business, this is an industry that was carved out by certain people, and you have to at least have respect for it. That's all. I just ask and for I, respect. Nothing else. I feel else. like, actually... Uh, Post Malone so Peter, has been a little disrespectful, though. Yeah, Peter Rosenberg from um, um, Hot 97 was getting on him, too, because he's like... It's a little disrespectful. You're show- yeah, you're not showing no no kind of uh, respect out here. But I think of, like... And it's not just about being white, because I think of other artists... Um, I don't know. I just feel like the cosign is required, man. I don't know how to say. Just, but you know what? That, to say there's a cosign required, like me, as someone that listens to a lot of like other types of music, metal being one of them, I've come across artists that are black in the metal industry. And is is it fair to say that as a black guy who likes rock music and I wouldn't even use rock because there's a whole debate about rock actually being carved by black people. And, you know, I'm talking metal, heavy, brutal metal music. That was not black people. Uh, As as someone who who looks at, you know, this industry, is it fair to say that if black people want to play that kind of music, they also need a cosign from one of the godfathers of metal? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe my thought process on this is just incredibly incorrect. But well, I just, I just don't. I I just look at I look at, um, the way they've come up, and I'm actually I just looked at the list of white rappers, and I'm really mad that they put Logic on there. But whatever. Well, um, <laughs> oh boy, a super slap in his face. But whatever. Well, yeah. If Drake isn't on that list, he shouldn't be either. Yeah, like um and Drake is dropping the N word left and right. Um 
But um, I don't know. So, like, for example, the examples of the cosign to me is like Eminem. Heavy cosign from Dr. Dre. And, uh, yeah, yeah. BC Boys. BC Boys. Heavy cosign from um, Russell Simmons. Russell um, Simmons, yes, no question. And, what else? and even Machine. though he is white, one of the hugest godfathers of hip hop. Freaking Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Exactly. Like, 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 there's so many, like, we wouldn't have hip-hop the way it was if it wasn't for Rick Rubin. Yeah. So it's not about a white-black thing. No, it's just like, I, agree. I feel like I don't like when people are, like, I don't like this term, but it's the, it should be uh, um, um, Dame Dash's, that he should have a, uh, he should get paid every time somebody says it. But, like, the whole culture vulture shit. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're doing, because, like, okay, so, like, I was DJing at work one day. And this dude's like, yo, I want to hear this Post Malone. Like, dude, I'm like, I'm not playing. I got no Post Malone in the deck. Like, I'm not playing. Like, I got some, I got some Jeezy. Like, I got, like, like I don't have Post Malone. Like, I, I have it now because, you know, like, the sucky thing about being a DJ is, like, you're going to play something. You got to play what's hot. Dude, so this one girl came uh, when I was DJing on Friday. Songs, yeah. And she was like, do you have Call Me Maybe? I'm like. She's like the black people want to hear "Call Me Maybe." I'm like, they "Call do? Me Maybe." What is that? Um, I don't even remember. That. It's it's Carly Rae somebody. And oh, like, okay, yes, yes, yes. I do know that song. What black people are living, and that's an old song too. I'm surprised. Dog, she came over and she's like, "Yo, the black people have requested." I'm like, "Wow." First of all, first of all, you I can't request crazy. for me. Easy. <laughs> Here's uh, my just... number. <laughs> it was maybe. fun though, but that's either a cool way, song. so like. I just don't like I don't I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of of these guys especially G Easy for some reason he just seems like okay so I'll give you another uh, uh, example of like um people that I look at that I'm like okay I I kind of fuck with so you look at uh, Machine Gun Kelly now I'm not always been the biggest fan of Machine Kells. Gun Kelly but that dude he's I feel like you know what it is I feel like they're authentic to who they are right and I think that's a part of it. It's like Eminem was the crazy, crazy dude that could spit his ass off, that went through a bunch of shit, but he was real to who he is. Right. La- uh, and um, um, you can't deny the the cultural aspect of it. Eminem didn't just show up in this business. Eminem was a rapper in the streets of Detroit long yeah, before he did anything in the business. He he built his way into this business. People sought after Eminem because of how much of a spitter he was. And I will still say to this day, there oh, are no, very no. few black artists that could stand up against Eminem on the, the toe-to-toe. So <sighs> Eminem, like you said, there's a few of them, Eminem being one of them, who this business is who they are. They didn't just, yeah. like, punch their way in. Because it's doing well and they wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what are you going to be? I want to be a rapper. No, it's like, but then you look at, so I'll give you another uh, uh, person who I don't necessarily know got a cosign, but I, I like, I fuck with a lot. Lil Dicky. Lil, Lil Dicky, I, I, I rock with him. I rock with him. You know what? And the dude actually can spit. He can. But he, he is who he is. Correct. He's authentic. Correct. And I, I feel like I Correct. don't get a feeling of authenticity from from GEZ. No, I don't either. From, uh, um, you know from, how they uh, talk about industry plants? Yeah. I feel like GEZ is an industry plant. Like, I feel like he's almost like the backstreet boys of hip-hop. Like, the industry yeah, I, created him, planted him, and he's flourishing. Yeah, and that's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> I agree. Uh, like, there's no... That's not what hip-hop was about. It's you not. Manif- You're a test tube baby. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Like, that... You we, we were supposed to be... Um, and that's the thing. It's the diversification to me is all inclusive now. Where it's like, yes, there could be people who have put out music. So like, um, the underground artists that never like you think of a Tech Nine, mm-hmm. never hear him on radio. Never. But people love his music. Of course. That's like to it's me. That's it. what that's, that's what hip hop sh- is. It's like I have. I remember the first time I was DJing on the website. Mm-hmm. Um. And one of my, my guys at work, I told him I was DJing, and his friends like was listening in his studio, and the guy was like, "Oh, he's playing, he's playing that that ratchet shit or Uh-oh. something like that." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold on, how can you talk about th- this is hip hop? Right? This is what we this, this is, is this culture. is our shit. Yeah. Um, and the, the, like the the, the 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 but you can't be mad because people grew up with that, and it's evolved into you know um, 
Aesop Rock and and all of these other artists that are like on the stratosphere that still do hip hop. Yes, Aesop Rock is very authentic though. But he is he. I hate this guy with a passion. Aesop I Rock. Hate him. No, no, wait, hold on. I haven't said his name yet. Oh. I hate MF Doom with a passion. Is MF does... Doom white? No, 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 oh, no, it's not white. Okay. I'm just saying that his music, mm-hmm. I don't know what he is, actually. It didn't really matter. I don't think his... I've ever seen MF Doom, so I don't know what he is. No, but... I think he... he, but his music is him. Yeah. I hate him. He's, too, hate him he's too conscious for me. I don't like that stuff. But he does, he does music that's authentic. And I think that was the thing about, like, about any artist that I feel like, so even to go back to the white rappers, to the um, Yellow Wolf, not a great rapper, no, I don't think. Not at all. But I feel like he was authentic to who he was. Correct. And unfortunately, it didn't translate into him being successful with hip hop. No. Um. Uh. But it's just, uh, it to me, it's like G Easy, and it just looks like it. You said it best. It's like the the Backstreet Boy of hip hop. Backstreet yeah. Boy was put together. Yeah. Like that's you had one guy with talent, mm-hmm. and everybody else was just put together, and to make it like this is what it would look like. Yeah, like, of that, course. To me, that to me just like so like I was literally looking at a list like Mac Miller was Mac Miller and even when he started making weird ass music he was still Mac, Mac Miller, Miller is still doing his thing man yeah there's a few people uh, yeah like you said this is not a race thing no this literally is a culture thing you either are a part of the culture and I'm not talking black culture I'm talking hip hop culture you're you're either real or you're not. And I feel like some of these guys, g Easy being a perfect example is not. I don't know. For me, the um, the school's still out on on uh, Post Malone. I, I haven't really delved enough into him to say that he is or he isn't. The thing is, though, I, I do know the comment he made definitely was disrespectful. And that's... But I, I to a degree, I agree with him, for one. And two... To a degree, I agree with him because he was mentioning that that hip hop is not what you want to listen to if you're looking for music with uh, I forgot what his exact words were, but I don't feel like I fully disagree with him if we're looking at the current state of hip hop in terms of mainstream artists. I'm trying to see what he said. I it was something along the lines of basically not um not listening to hip hop if you're looking for music with like soul or something like that. Which is I don't agree with that. If you look if you're looking for artists that have putting out music like I don't know if you've listened to that Big Crit um uh, album yet. Mm-hmm. I'm actually even though it's been out for a couple while uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks now, I'm still doing a review for me. Big Crits, yeah, I have not listened to it. One best albums of the year. Yeah. Hands down. Okay. Hands down, it's one of the best albums of the year. Um, you get logic. Like I like the like I like for me, I feel like to make a blanket statement like that, um, and I still haven't I'm still looking for what he said because um Says if you're looking for lyrics, don't listen to hip hop. That's what he said. We just had this conversation like 20 but minutes ago. The guy is agreed. not entirely incorrect. The problem is he is white, so he took a lot of backlash for it. But it's the truth. But I also agree with what you're saying. If you're looking for lyrical hip-hop, you're going to find it. If you're looking for trash hip-hop, you're going to find it. So if you're a person that's definitely looking for lyricism, to say that it's not in hip-hop is it's blatantly big, incorrect. Yeah, it's a, that's a real big blanket statement. But yeah. I would say if you were to categorize it as into into most mainstream hip hop right. records played on the, uh, on the radio, if I'll you, give you exactly that. if I'll you, you were that. to say if you're looking for lyrics, don't listen to mainstream hip hop. I would say a hundred percent, you're right. But to to say don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> This guy, you just named a few artists. Big Crit, Tech 9 Of course, we have the mainstream artists like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. These are guys that all have lyrical content. If you want to go into the underground, you got guys like MF Doom. You got guys like Hobson. 
There's a but lot of artists out there creating lyrical Join content. Join a Lucas. Like that Join dude a Lucas. is consistent yes. with his shit. Bro, like, dude, um, I didn't even realize, because I never really paid attention to the dude's name, but Join a Lucas is a dude I've been listening to for a couple of years at this point. A long time, And bro. it's like, wow. His, his most recent, like you said, this pure lyricism that's getting into politics and culture and all kinds of different issues being touched on there. So, yeah, his, his statement was a blanket statement. But um, I, I don't disagree with him. I just feel like he needed to flesh out what he really meant by that. And I just think, like, um, he is just... He shouldn't be allowed to be talking about the state of hip-hop. You make one specific style of hip-hop. You can't speak for hip-hop. What are you listening to? Correct. Like, Correct. You know what I'm Even if... The thing about it is, like, I can think of... Um, you got like a uh, uh, ASAP Rocky and and they, these guys had a huge uh, a huge like Southern Houston feel to their music, mm-hmm. and so they were list they 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 were listening to one thing, but I'm pretty sure they were listening to you know the stuff that was in New York as well. Like you can't make a blanket statement about something just because like it's you I just you shouldn't be doing that. You should not. You don't have first of all you haven't been around long enough to be making that statement. Yeah. Like I mean, granted, He's the internet can make everybody's statement important these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first problem. But you've not been around long enough to make those kind of blanket statements, bro. right? But either way, I just don't. I can't. I can't. Like the records play, but they have songs that um that uh that 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 they that I have to play like, awesome by um Shy Glizzy. Oh, I hate it so much. Hmm. I hate that song. I don't so, think I've I heard that, that record so much. But people like it. You okay. Know, it's, just, it's, a, it's a curse of being a DJ. So. Okay. You just you just kind of have to do it. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I am being a little prejudiced towards these guys, but I feel I don't feel the authenticity. I um, agree um, with you, though. Yeah, like I don't feel the authenticity um, with their music. Um, and to me, that's what that's what hip hop is. Like you know, you listen to a pop record. Um, Listen to uh I don't know Selena Gomez record, you know there was seventeen people putting that track together, <laughs> like yeah see she that's... might she might have been the end result, but there's a bunch of people behind the scenes. All of Justin Bieber's last records were written by Pooh Boy, nobody even Pooh Bear, nobody even knew who he was until like we I didn't know who he was until I ran into like a, a I think it was um a Red Bull documentary about him and this dude. Literally sleeps three hours a day. And who is this? Um, Pooh Boy is a dude. He did a, He does. He writes songs. He's three a song hours writer. a day. And he's in the studio for the rest of the time, bro. It's crazy. His work ethic is impeccable. That's crazy. Um, and he's like, yo, every time he just has to keep working. It's nothing other than him just love being in the studio. He just lives in the studio. And I'm like, there's so much that goes into a song, um from a pop artist and even there's a lot of there's a little bit of it in hip hop as well but it's like and I guess this is one of the reasons why Drake caught so much flack over that uh, over that project where he had somebody writing mm-hmm. uh, where he had a dude writing for him which I still believe in my mind and my heart that they were just trying to get out of um, get out of that that, that deal yeah it's my opinion because it's like whatever I got him I put him on give him some money you know, whatever. I, I rap the song. I ain't got to worry about it. And um, I guess that does affect his ability to claim that he's one of the best rappers. I still think he's a really good rapper. He just doesn't... Like, he's he's taken what I feel like Jay-Z was, or uh, Jay-Z, a mix of Jay-Z and Kanye, where they're, like, superstars. Mm-hmm. And generally, the struggle that they have, they find to make, them, to make their music. And he's found a way... Um, to make his stuff consistent to the point where he drops something, that joint gonna move. And it's not just about the money. Like, he he has an air. Because at the end of the day, whether you have somebody writing for you or not, if you don't have the air for it, your shit's not gonna sound right. That's true. So he has the air for it. So that's one of the reasons I'm like, Drake, you, you just do try to kill... Me, me try to kill Drake and die. <laughs> he lost his... his whole, he lost a battle with all the evidence. He's like, yo, here's the back back route to his his building just take a bomb and then blow it up yeah and the bomb was a dud like <laughs> and and it's just because drake is he's so drake is bigger than the rapper now he's like he's moved into that other realm and but i look at 
I feel like Drake, and you said this, you disagree with this too. Um, Drake is, is, I feel like I get, I understand what Drake is. I feel like you get Drake on his records, even though you think that he says, I think you, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that you feel like he's always back and forth with his, like sometimes he has like a Jamaican influence. Man, not, I'm tired of feel, that nonsense, man. Like I'm sick I, of that. I honestly feel um, just from, I mean, you've been in Canada more than I have. Um, just from my interactions with, 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 with Canadians, and there's a huge West Indian influence. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Huge West and, Indian influence. There's a lot of East Indians, like I'm talking like Pakistani and all of that. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, it's, it's almost Toronto, which is where I've been going, is pretty much like the Canadian version of New York. It's just a melting right. pot of all different kinds of peoples, races. And I'll tell you, Toronto is the first place I ever saw an interracial couple because someone being born in Trinidad, I never really saw interracial couples there. In America, I wasn't here very long, but when I went to Canada, yeah, that was the first place I ever saw. I think it was a black guy with a white woman. It was the first time, and it was like, whoa, they do that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. This was back in like 1993 or 92 or something like that, but yeah caught me off guard and it was in yeah. toronto so yes it's a huge melting pot but i still give that dude his i feel like he's very authentic and i look at what i feel like oh well let me not, let me say i feel like we get an authentic drake from his records you think so whether he does it himself or not or whether he's because if you think i like drake made it okay for people to have to bring a little bit more of the emotional side to records okay which a, a lot of people might not like but it is what it is. It's like he spent a lot of time talking about himself in a way that wasn't overly braggadocious. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like him. I remember like Fear is still one of my favorite records from Drake. Yeah. Um it's a good record. Like like hands down. Like, um, and I think that's what you get. You get that authenticity. Like Ross is Ross. Like, you of know, course. like I mean, uh like I could we could go down the list of all the artists that are authentic. Or they have a style. I feel like it's Meek is Meek. Oh God, Meek catches a lot of L's right now. Yeah, but you know what L's, though? He's he's, he's also caught a lot of wins too. That's what I'm saying. Like he's Meek. Yeah. So to have somebody like a Post Malone or like a G Easy who is just like, like they're benefiting off of everything else that people have done and in not the past. showing respect. And not that's showing my respect. problem. And that's what happened to Action Bronson. Like he he tried to come at um um Ghostface. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's the wrong that's the wrong dude. Yeah. Like, I know you want to sound that's the wrong guy, man. Them dudes are really hood dudes. Bro, like, come on. Don't get it. Don't Joe get Budden tried to go at meth and he got messed up and he's black. So what do you dog, think is gonna happen? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you not and then and, and Joe Budden wasn't trying to sound like meth. Yeah. Like like Action Bronson felt like well, he. Was I don't even know he's trying to though. But you as think lo- he just sounded like that, bro? As long as I've been listening to Action, he sounded like that. And if you're that's gonna what, choose someone to sound like, at least go for someone who's gonna make you some money. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But he has anyway. his style very much locked down though. And I don't know. I just look at it like I feel like. If you don't got that authenticity, like, why am I listening to you? For? I agree. I agree. If there's a lack of, but then again, the way the industry is now, I don't even know who to tell is authentic and it's who authentic isn't. It's anymore. just like. Right. But at, yeah. at the same time, I still look at it's like, like. everyone's riding the wave. I look at like um, um, your boy. Uh, what's it, dude? Uh, Exo Tour Life. Oh, Uzi. Uzi. He has it. He's authentic to who he is. Yeah, no doubt. He's a weird fucking dude, but he's authentic to who he is. No doubt. Um, triple X Tentacion. <laughs> that that dude is like he's a troubled individual, but he's authentic to who he is. You're right. Um, um, I mean, the list can go on of the new guys. Of course. I just don't like someone who you feel manifest like test tube rappers. That's a new nah, type. I agree We're with you. that today. <laughs> test tube rappers, dog. If you're a test tube rapper and you send me a track, I'm going to call you like you see it. Like, right, it's over, dog. Uh, man, all I can say is just do your research and don't just go labeling everyone something right yeah, up front. Man. But it's obvious who is, and I feel like you hit the nail on the head with GEZ. No question about yeah. it. That guy just does not have that authentic feel. His music feels very um cloroxed and uh oh. it just doesn't have that energy it doesn't have that feel it lacks authenticity it just feels overproduced it feels industry yeah. implanted 
it just feels tried and true. It it just lacks soul, man. So I I I agree with you there. I don't know, and I think that's it. I mean, we're gonna definitely cycle back to those other topics that we talked about. No um, question about it. Um, but this is we're on episode six. No um, doubt. Uh, and I'm not gonna say it, but we're gonna keep these coming. Of course, um, we're gonna do our uh, best to keep the flow. No promises being made. We're just gonna yeah, make no, them happen. But yeah, so. Um, this is Styles from WeNow.com. Um, definitely check out WeNow out for all your latest news, um, entertainment, everything. Uh, check us out on Instagram as well at WeNow um, and Twitter as well. And that's that's pretty much it. You can follow me at Inc- and, and, and um, Instagram uh, in Crowd Styles. Um, and, and if you go yours. Um. My Instagram, it is Anatole Frank. With a C. With a C, yes. F R A N C, not K. Um, Cool, that's been it. I mean, we're going to be back. We're going to be back. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And we're out. Yes, sir. Peace.